There is an epidemic these days, and we're not really talking about it, but we're going to today. What is it? Also, are workers today spoiled, lazy, or just tired of being exploited? And Motivational Monday. Uh, I'm going to help you get motivated. Uncensored. Unfiltered. Unhinged. It's the Corelcast. Listen daily on your favorite streaming service. It is the Corel cast, and I am Corel, naked from the waist down. So very glad you are joining me on that'll perk you up this Monday, huh? Uh, so very glad you are joining me on this early Monday morning, or whenever you might be listening to me. If you're Bridget, it's probably next week. Uh, but so very glad you are here with me today. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about, and I got to tell you, uh, while some of it does involve Donald Trump, uh, it doesn't involve him directly. It's sort of a Trump-free show today uh, in so much as, uh, you know, everything's been said. The indictments, you know, are, <laughs> he's so indicted. Ooh-wee, he just can't fight it. He's about to go to jail, and I think I like it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll make that a parody song. Uh, anyway, there is an epidemic, an epidemic. And yes, I mean, still COVID, yes, but... And by the way, COVID is back. I know three people I know have gotten it uh, in the last two weeks. So be careful. Mask up. Wash your hands. Avoid crowds if possible. It's, COVID is back. Kraken, it's called. The Kraken. The Kraken's going to get you. Uh, so there's an epidemic going on. Uh, and it is, it's, it's going on in plain view. And just like gun violence, we're not doing anything about it. Uh, and I, I, and you know, it's sort of related to gun violence too, by the way, um, we're, you know, we're not doing it because gun violence, uh, is the ultimate epidemic and the epidemic I'm talking about is, sorry, I tripped on Ember's toy, uh, is bad behavior. There is this epidemic of obtuse behavior going on right in front of our eyes. Now, let me give you a few examples. Let me look up this guy's name because I don't follow him on social media. Oh, I'll need the glasses, children. Uh, what's his name? Kai Sinat, C-E-N-A-T. Hope I'm saying that right. He is a TikToker or a Stitcher or a, he's something. He's a social media sensation, God knows for what. Uh, and he decided he was going to give away PlayStation 5s in Central Park. Uh, well, he's now been arrested for that because... He literally incited a riot, an actual riot. Now, while you might blame him for gathering all of those people there uh, to get their free PlayStation, I actually blame the people. Because why is it now when you get a group of people together, somebody, more than one somebody, has got to screw up? You know, I, I see that here in Las Vegas now. There's this plethora of bad behavior going on in Las Vegas. You know, Las Vegas used to be Sin City, where you came and you drank and you partied and you gambled and you had sex. It wasn't where you took a hostage at Caesar's Palace, broke out a window and threw the furniture out. Or where you stood naked on a, a craps table, you know, wagging your hoo-ha for the entire casino to see. Or where you rode a dirt bike through the casino or where you shoot people on the strip, which is going on now at an alarming rate. So this Kai Sinat, he throws this event in New York, 
thousands show up, and what do they do? They fight, just like on Black Friday, where these people just fight for these bargains. They just literally will hurt someone. They will, they will trample your ass to get a $100 TV. Okay, and it's not just there. In uh, the Bay Area, someone was just arrested at the Barbie. Uh, I mean, Barbie, at the movie Barbie. Why? They were naked. They were naked in the theater, just naked. And when they were asked to leave by four security guards, they couldn't understand what the problem was. Well, honey, the problem is you're naked in public, as in buck-ass naked, and obviously wasn't attractive. Because if there's a cute naked person sitting next to me at Barbie, I'm not going to complain. <laughs> I'll say, want to be my can? Uh, speaking of which, some guy dressed up at a different Barbie event, put on a uh, pink tank top and glitter. And every time Ken, the Kens were on screen, got up, danced, yelled, stood in his seat, jumped up and down. And let's talk about air travel, honey. Every day now, we're seeing some fool acting a fool on an airplane getting in a fight, caught yelling at people, saying the person next to them ain't real and they're getting off the plane at 20,000 feet. I mean, we are seeing horrifying behavior in the sky. Now, I know this is an uptick in bad behavior. It wasn't like this bad behavior was out there all the time. No, 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 no. There is a definite uptick in bad behavior. Why? Uh, well, it relates back to Donald Trump. Because the people have now been given the green light to be their worst selves. And why? You know, when I say Donald Trump, why is because there's no real repercussions for their actions. They don't fear acting badly anymore. Road rage is out of control. People getting out of their cars, yelling, screaming. Karens are everywhere now. Crazy Karens coming up and shouting at black. There was a black delivery driver that pulled into a driveway, you know, to deliver a package. And this white woman came out screaming and yelling and hitting his car. Get off my property, you black man. He's like, I'm the pizza guy. She called the cops. The cops came. He's like, I'm the pizza guy. Karens are behaving atrocious. I mean, we have got bad behavior. And it's because no one's whooping their ass. I'm, I'm just telling you, I'm telling you how it is. And when I say whooping their ass, there are legal ways to whoop someone's ass. Donald Trump is finding out about that. You know, he's going to be asking for a change of venue, asking for a judge recusal. He ain't going to get any of it. And by the way, federal prosecutors win 95% of their cases. 95%. So Trump is going to be convicted if this goes to trial before the election. He'll be convicted. You know, he's been acting terribly for a decade now almost with very little repercussions. Storing classified documents, sure, not a problem. He's been indicted, but so what? His ass should be in jail. After his tweet where he said, if you come after me, I'm going to come after you, his bail would if that were you or I, our bail would have been revoked, our ass would be in jail. We need to start whooping people's ass legally. Legally. In other words, these people need to know there will be a stiff penalty if you behave badly. Look at the Southwest employee that reported a white woman and her biracial child who is 10 years old 
When they got off the plane, the 10-year-old and the woman were detained by police. Why? Because the Southwest Airlines rep thought that she was human trafficking. Thought that she was stealing that 10-year-old. Because the 10-year-old was biracial and the woman was white. Now that's some reverse racism right there. They're a blended family. But what was wrong with that Southwest person? Oh, I was just protecting the child. No, you weren't. You're being a racist. We got people that are, you know, they've always behaved badly towards the gays. Always. They've done it in the name of God. They've done it because there are no repercussions. They've always behaved badly because of blacks. If white cops knew the minute you manhandle a black person, your career is over, you're done, they wouldn't do it. If they knew that they would go to jail and or lose their job and their pension and everything, if they manhandle a suspect, usually black, they wouldn't do it. But instead, we see case after case, sicking a dog on somebody that's got his hands up, shooting somebody who is clearly not a threat. All of this is bad behavior. And there's a ton of it now, a ton of bad behavior because people ain't getting their ass whooped because there are no lasting repercussions for, you know what, and the same goes online. People think they can just post whatever they want and say whatever they want. Why? No repercussions. You don't get your ass whooped legally, a legal ass whooping. You don't get served with papers. Your wages don't get garnished. You don't have to pay settlements when you sit there and snipe online. And subsequently, because, you know, it's like a dog. I swear to God. Society has become a mass of untrained dogs. An untrained dog will take advantage of you and, yes, will even attack. A trained dog will not. And, yes, I'm equating humans to dogs. These humans need some training. They need to know your ass cannot be acting this way in public. We need to start legal ass whoopers. Prosecuting these people, arresting these people, taking these things seriously. Put down the cameras, put down the phones, and start helping people get these people under control. Good sweet baby Jesus. Bad behaviors everywhere. Make your device a whole lot smarter. Get the Corelcast app free at the app store of your choice now. upset with the new workplace trend. Okay, a couple workplace trends. I was just reading in Time Magazine uh, about the latest work trend that is upsetting employers uh, and corporate America, basically. And that trend is to work less and enjoy life more. To find jobs that pay you enough to where you don't have to work a 40-hour work week, 8 or 9, 10 hours a day. Or if you do have to work 8, 10 hours a day, you can do it in three days and have four days out of the week to enjoy life. They're calling them lazy Susan jobs. And, and there's this viral trend about, you know, can you find a lazy Susan job? And people are criticizing it, saying young people are lazy. They don't want to work. They don't have the idea of a work ethic. 
Why? Because they actually say that they want to enjoy life more while they're young. Now, I've always thought it was ridiculous to give your entire life to working for some company. And then when you're old and 65, then you get to retire and, quote, enjoy life. At 65, honey, the only thing you enjoy is not peeing three times a night. Okay? At 65, the only thing you enjoy is not having hip pain. There's a lot of things you enjoy at 65, but cross-country treks and going around the world and dinner parties late at night, going out with friends, going to concerts, going to movies, going to plays, that's not what you enjoy at 65. At 65, you enjoy being in bed by 8. Okay, that's what, you, <laughs> that's what you enjoy. You do not enjoy being up till midnight at some club that's too loud. So I've always thought this notion of working, you know, 50 hours a week until you're 65 was wrong. And now the young people get it. And the other, the other viral trend is to not take jobs that don't pay you enough to actually have a life. People, they say, oh, there's a lot of jobs that people don't want to work. No, there's a lot of positions that exploit you, okay, that exploit you. My friend Dell at the park just got a job at Walgreens. He's 79. He has to because he and his wife are broke because they live on Social Security and their light bill is $500 a month for their house because here in Nevada, you have to use your air conditioner. In Texas, a couple didn't have air conditioning. It was broken. They died over the weekend. Air conditioning is no longer a luxury. You know, and I got I to gotta take this moment to talk about something I saw that was really sad. Uh, and it, it's not really about working less and making more, but I guess it is. I was at, uh, it was Saturday. I was walking Ember, as always, uh, and we were going by the Desert Breeze Park Community Pool here in Las Vegas, a very large building. And there was a line of parents and children around the school, almost or around the building, almost a quarter mile line. And you know me, I got to be up in everyone's business. So I had to go up and ask, what's going on? Why is there this line? And they said it was for free school supplies, that they were giving out school supplies. Now, first of all, as a kid, I was poor. So I know what it's like to wait in those kinds of lines. You don't forget it. You're grateful, but it's not pleasant, you know. Uh, second of all, it was sad to me that so many parents, a quarter mile's worth, and I got there late. I mean, it could have been a half mile, uh, had to show up just to get free school supplies. And it made me ask, why aren't school supplies provided? It's like college. We tell everyone they must get a college education, but then we don't make corporate America and the people that benefit from these people being educated pay for it. We make them pay for it. We know that an educated populace is a better populace. And in other countries like Japan and France, they, they value education. But all that showed me Saturday was that in America, we don't value education because every student should have everything they need, including a tablet, computer, and Wi-Fi at home. Every student, that should be free. At the start of the school year, they should get all the supplies they need. Notebooks, pencils, graphs, 
little pencil box that I used to love that had the states on one side and the capitals on the other. You know, peaches, so they can have something to draw on. They should get every book, every pencil, every art supply, every everything that they need should be supplied by you and me, by the state, by the Fed. Why? Because we value education and we want to make it easy for them to get one. This notion that families should have to line up on a Saturday morning to maybe get some free school supplies for their kids is both sad and tragic and a complete failure of government. We should value education more than war. We should dump, we could easily, one of the billions of dollars that we sent to Ukraine, just one, could buy school supplies probably for the whole nation. Ten of the billion that we sent to Ukraine, you know, because I'm tired of Ukraine, by the way. I'm tired of it. I love the people there. I wish them well. I'm tired of funding it. End the fucking war. End it. And if Ukraine can't end it, then NATO should. End the war. End. End the war. It's costing too much. End the war. It's costing the world way too much in food prices, in, you know, we act like we have unlimited billions of dollars to just give. There are kids lining up for school supplies, okay? Kids lining up for school supplies that should be free. Are you hearing me? They should be free. And the fact that they're not, that's just a failure. That, and it's sad. Making parents and kids grovel for the necessities to get an education in a country that should pride itself on the smarts of its people. But this goes back to topic number one. People are behaving badly because they're ignorant. There is an epidemic of ignorance, and it's not an accident. And what do we do to counteract it? Nothing. We don't spend more money on education. We don't get kids more excited about learning. 52% of American children want to be YouTube influencers. So I guess they can, you know, go to Central Park and cause a riot giving away PS5. That is a, that's a very, very sad statement right there. And the fact that we make the kids line up for the school supplies, that just, that hurt my heart. It made me sad. And so I don't think workers today are lazy. I think workers today want to gain enough from their work to actually buy school supplies for their children. Most of those parents that were in line with their kids have jobs. But because rent is so high and gas is so high and car payments are so high and because corporate America is taking every fucking last cent that we have from the grocery store to the gas station, they don't have enough left over for school supplies. I used to love school shopping with my parents and we were broke. So we basically did it at Pick and Save. That's right. Pick and Save has school supplies or big lots now. I used to do it at the thrift store for my clothes. But I still went shopping for school. And I loved it. It was so much fun. I loved the smell of notebooks. And I loved getting the pencils. And I didn't have all the niceties that the other kids had. But at least I had stuff. All right. When we come back, a Monday motivation for you. An epiphany I had while watching Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and 3. Not making that up. Maybe you'll learn from it. I hope you do.
I hope you learn from what's next. If you're not visiting reallycorel.com daily, you're missing out. Get the podcast videos and the blog, including recipes, at reallycorel.com. That's really K-A-R-E-L.com. All right, it's time for some Monday motivation, and I hope when you hear what I have to say about what I went through this weekend, that you take something from it. I really do, because times are tough. If you're aging, times are tough. If you're middle-aged or young, times are tough. Quarter life, I heard it called this morning. <laughs> 25-year-old. We're not going to live to be 100, okay? It, let's say you're 80. So quarter life would be 20 years old. Um, but let, I was watching Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and 3 uh, this weekend because it was on Disney Plus, And Daniel Charleston shares his Disney Plus with me. Uh, and so I, because I, I share my Apple family plan with some people, they share things back. Uh, so I was watching Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and 3, and I don't know if my testosterone is low a little bit right now or what, but I was pretty emotional. I cried three times through both movies. Uh, and I also cried on Sunday when I was going to lunch, or Saturday, when was it, uh, with Heath, and, um, and we had a great lunch at True Food Kitchen uh, with Heath and Steve and the dogs, Tino and Amber, of course. Uh, and I was watching it, and I don't know what the scene was, you know, I, I can't remember the scene, but it was an emotional scene in the movie because, you know, they're all friends and they're, you know, they go through these friend crisis things. Guardians of the Galaxy, that is. And it was almost one of those cliche moments, like from The Wizard of Oz, everything you wanted was always right here, in, you know, at home. A lot of you know that I struggle with thinking that I'm not enough that I haven't done enough in entertainment. I haven't made movies yet. I'm not out touring at the moment. And a lot of my thinking that I'm not enough is tied to my financial situation. I read that most seniors live on about $62,000 a year. Well, I, I'm one of them. Uh, and I always thought that I'd have more by this time in my life. Now, I realized that owning a home and having food, having choices, having a motorcycle and a car, even though the car is a 2003 or 2007 or whatever, I realize that those are all blessings and that I am blessed. I realize that, so you don't have to remind me of that. But I feel like entertainment-wise, career-wise, that I, I'm not enough, that I'm a nobody all of a sudden again, and that I, you know, and yet my podcast is in the top 200 in Russia, in Canada, in the United States. And so I had this moment watching Guardians of the Galaxy where I said out loud, the dreams that you had as a 16-year-old watching Barbara Streisand and A Star is Born and saying, that's what I want to be. I want to be an actor, a singer, a performer. I want to go on tour. I want to write books. You know, that's, that's what I want to be. And, 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 and that and wasn't just wanted to be. I knew that that's what I needed to do. And I have a great brain. I could have been a wonderful lawyer or doctor or whatever. Very blessed, and, and I'm a brilliant writer. Uh, but I knew that entertaining and communicating was not just what I needed to do, but what I had to do. 
I, of course, thought I would be her, that I would make big movies and live in Malibu and hang out with whomever. And because that never happened in that way, I've always thought that I've never made it. To me, I still believe I haven't made it. And all of a sudden, Saturday, I realized that the dreams that I had, that I lived them, and that I'm currently living them, and that the, it's not, I just had to look at it differently. I customized my dreams to fit the situations I was in. I didn't know at 16 I was going to meet Andrew when I was 28 and suddenly AIDS would come into my life and this gorgeous young man and, and that we would build this life and that we would end up being the first gay couple in history on radio. I, I had no way of knowing that. And that was the dream. We were on number one stations. And when I was on KGO Radio as the only gay talk show host working on that station, that was the dream. I was entertaining. I was communicating. I was at top of my game, number one station. It might not have looked like I thought it was going to look, but it was, in fact, the dream. And as for hanging out with famous people, David Arquette and I are great friends. The governor of California, Gavin Newsom, and I are friends. I've got many, many, Thea Austin and I are bosom buddies, and she's on the radio constantly. You know, I'll turn on the radio and hear lots of people that I know all the time. I mean, I have lots of famous friends. And I have them because I, too, have been famous. I just never saw it. And more importantly, I mattered and still matter. During the Zoom calls, there are Zoom um, patrons who say, please don't stop your show. I'd go crazy without you. There are people that care enough about my voice right now, like Landon and, and like Randy, and they give $100 a month to Patreon. These people actually take that out of their budget, or $5 or $20, and they give it to me to keep my voice alive. If that's not mattering to someone... I changed laws when Andrew died. I just never understood that that was the dream, that I was living it, and that I have had all the success that I thought I would have. It just looked different. And I tied so much of my well-being and my, 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 my stature to money. And that's the biggest mistake. I've had great love with Andrew with my mom and dad, you know, with family and friends, friends that are, some friends that are still with me, some have gone the wayside, but others that are still with me. I've, I have a great family of people like Hannah and Daniel and Steve, you know, people, Emily Johnson, people that have been there my whole life. I had the dream and I have it. All I need to keep doing is keep being me. There'll be high points where I'm really famous and making good money. There'll still be those. And there'll be low points where I'm not working as much and where I'm barely getting by. But that's always the way it's been. And that's the way it is for entertainers. Even the very rich ones. They might be rich, but they want to work. And there are times where they... Barbara Streisand is 82. She probably still wants to do a movie, but she can't. She's aged out of it. Now, she's rich and she's Barbara. But 
what she loves doing the most, singing and performing, well, now she can't. At least not as much. So she has to adjust her dream. She still has it. And so I'm, I want to say to you that we see ourselves through glasses sometimes that are incorrect. I was judging myself based on the size of my bank account. But when it comes to the experience bank account, to things like leading a parade in Ireland or meeting with their president and having tea or being flown around the world to cover events, being on scene at some of the biggest news events ever, interviewing and talking to and making friends with some of the biggest thinkers, musicians, actors, scientists in the world. Honey, I've done it. And maybe you've done it too. And you just need to change your view. I am Carell. Be who you want to be. Swan doesn't hurt anybody. Hey, it's Carell. Amber and I would like to thank you for joining us today and remind you there's a way to never miss a thing and that's by subscribing right now to my YouTube channel. Just click the subscribe button below or go to youtube.com forward slash really That's youtube.com forward slash really for a world of great free content. And that content is kept free by the fabulous group of patrons of Patreon. Why not become one and show your support for the show? Just $5 a month or more and you're in. Go to patreon.com forward slash really That's patreon.com forward slash really My website is reallycorel.com and everything fabulous is there from the show to blog and recipes. Instagram and all social media are, you guessed it, really Corel. And it couldn't get much easier by simply downloading the free CorelCast app at the app store of your choice. And then all the content from Corel Media will flow right on through. That's the free CorelCast app. Remember, I am Corel. Be who you want to be so I don't hurt anybody. And subscribe and participate today.